Barry, Connor, Deggy, Caroline. How are we guys? If you can hear me, comment below. Shannon, Shree, Anya Kern, Claire, Jenny, Leanne, Rushing. Guys, I want to talk about something that came up in a conversation literally 30 minutes ago. And that is inferiority complex. Is this something that you experience? Is this something that you feel on a regular basis? Is it something that maybe restricts you from growth? Do you ever get feelings of inferiority? Do you ever get someone making you feel inferior? Comment below, let me know in your comments. Hi Owen, Josh, Kieran, Sinead, Caroline. Do you ever get inferiority complex? Do you ever feel inferior? Or do you ever feel that someone's making you feel that way? This is a conversation that I had about 30 minutes ago. Fiona Murphy all the time. Who else feels that? I'm sure we've all felt it in some way or form. I know for a fact that I used to get it a lot when I was younger. Um, a lack of confidence and self-belief in myself. I used to look up to certain people, especially in business, if I thought that they were more successful or that they earned more money or that they had more money. My uh, self-image, let's say, was not up to par and made me feel inferior. At times, years ago, I think it's a lack of confidence. Yeah, it could come from a lack of confidence, for sure. What I'll ask then is, where do you feel confident? Where do you feel superior? Superior is actually probably the wrong word because when you're superior, you're also out of balance. Or when someone triggers you to make you feel inferior, what's really coming up? So when we are superior, we are what? We're putting ourselves in a pedestal. And when we put ourselves in a pedestal, we generally put other people below us in a pit. So we can look at it a, a couple of different ways. So if someone has made you feel inferior, have you been bigging yourself up? Have you been putting yourself in a pedestal? Have you been thinking that you're the shit? Have you been putting that out there? Maybe you've let the ego run wild and maybe you have um, felt superior to other people. And then when someone makes you feel inferior or says something, is that a way to bring you back into balance again? Is that a way to bring you back to um, feeling centered? To bring you a wee bit off that pedestal? So we can look at it that way, which is a lot of the times universal balance. So we like to, like to be in balance. Our brain and our body is always looking for homeostasis. We like equilibrium. And any time that we are feeling superior or inferior, we want to crave that balance again. So if someone makes you feel inferior, what happens? Well, you'll either feel triggered or angry or frustrated. You'll naturally try and bring yourself back into balance again by making yourself feel superior. Generally, that comes out the wrong way where we may be trying to attack someone else. 
We maybe try and bring ourselves back by trying to demean other people so that we create balance again. Does that resonate? Does that make sense? Give me a heart or a comment. We do it a lot of the times in destructive ways instead of constructive ways. Now again, no one can make you feel inferior. No one. Only you do that. Only we do that ourselves. We allow an interpretation of how we see or perceive something or what somebody has actually said to be in a certain way. Usually because of past experiences, usually because of conditioning, usually because of stored memories subconsciously that trigger certain feelings again. No one has the power to make you feel inferior. You or we in general allow that to happen. But maybe if you shifted or changed your perception on what that person is saying and you were able to find the benefit or you were able to see it differently or you were able to understand that person or you were able to understand their values specifically, then you would see their point of view. You would see where they're coming from. We would see where they're coming from. So a lot of the times when we feel inferior to someone else is because we're comparing our unique set of values to someone else's. And we think a lot of the times that they should be like us. Why don't they do that? Why don't they speak this way? Why don't they live that way? I just don't understand why they're not doing X, Y, and Z. Does that make sense? Does that resonate? So we try to get them to fit in the R model and it's futile, it doesn't work. And then we get conflict and we get arguments and we get fights when we try and get other people to fit into our pocket. So when other people are making you feel inferior or when you are making yourself feel inferior, generally it's because we are comparing our unique set of values to someone else's. We think, why am I not as good as them? Or why am I not doing those things? Or what was it exactly that they said or done that you perceive was making you feel inferior. And when you do that, watch how you, yourself, or someone else will bring you back in the balance again by making you feel a wee bit more superior to get you back in the balance. We are always looking for balance. We're always looking for homeostasis. And this is going on all day, every day in your head. It's going on in your nervous system. It's working that way. When we pay attention and we watch and we see, so we'll never really let anybody put us down unless we bring ourselves back up again. We'll never really let anybody put us in the pit before we bring ourselves back again. Now, again, as I said at the start, we can look at this a different way. If we have been putting ourselves on a pedestal, if we have been putting ourselves on a pedestal and feeling superior, thinking that we're the dog's bollocks, that we're the shit, and that we're looking down on other people, then someone or something will come around to make you feel inferior, to bring you back in the balance again, so that you can be your authentic self, you can be who you really are. So superior and inferior is out of balance. In the middle, neutral, objective, is where we're aiming for, really because that's where we have homeostasis, that's where we have equilibrium, and that's when we're more objective. We can see things differently. We can make better decisions from that point. 
that means we don't get the emotional charges and the triggers a lot of the times because we're not taking it personal. When we take things personal, we get those emotional charges and we make other people or we allow other people to make us feel in a certain way. But again, as I said at the start, nobody can make you feel inferior, only you. Nobody has the power to do that, only you. Only your interpretation of certain situations or words or how you're actually perceiving what this person is doing, what the circumstance is. The best way out of that, that I have seen and what I coach people on is to understand their unique set of values, their unique set of priorities in their lives. What your life is actually really truly demonstrating, that's what you prioritize, that's your own unique set of values. And when you understand those and you live according to those and you prioritize your days, your weeks, your months and your life around those, you begin to feel centered, more balanced, more authentic. And you begin to understand other people's also and you see why people do X, Y and Z. Why do they not do this? Why do they not fit into this? I can't understand why they keep repeating that process. Because they're living according to their unique set of priorities, their unique set of values. You do it, I do it. We do it a lot of the times unconsciously. Most people um, maybe haven't dug that bit deeper to understand them, but we all have them. And our life is showing us what they are all day, every day. But why we feel inferior or why we feel that we are maybe sabotaging or not moving forward or restricted in certain ways is because a lot of the times we're stuck in that comparison trap. Does that resonate? Does that make sense, guys? Comment below or give me a heart. Do you feel that you compare yourself to other people? Do you feel that you compare your results to other people, your life, your health, your fitness, your business, your income? So the highest value is what's commonly known as the telos. It's your mean, it's how you find meaning. That could be in business, that could be as a coach, that could be as a, a parent, a mum, a dad. It could be working in a shop, it could be driving a taxi, it could be as a pilot, whatever it may be. The mean or the telos or uh, as the Greeks studied teleology is the end goal in mind. And we all have it, every single one of us. Maybe we're not clear on it, but it's there. It's what we really do, uh, truly find meaning in. And when we find our highest value and we find our telos, let's say, when we find that meaning, we are willing to pursue both pain and pleasure in its pursuit. That's the main goal. That's the end objective. That's the end in mind. And I talked about this in the Academy, the Mindset Academy on Wednesday evening, which is a lot of the times, it's not being recorded, pal, sorry. Um, which is a lot of the times we are chasing fantasies. We're chasing things that we think we want that aren't aligned with our highest values 
And we're chasing fantasies, which is usually we're chasing the one-sided event. We want the positive. We want the pleasure without the pain. We want all of the results. We want the happy side of life without the struggle. But when you find something that is giving you meaning, when you find something that is in your highest values, when you find something that you really want to pursue and move forward towards, you will, you will be willing to pursue both pleasure, pleasure and pain. And that is the law of polarity. It's looking at both sides. Does that make sense? So when we find that, as I said at the start, we are more neutral, we're more central, we're more balanced, we're more objective in our mind, we're more objective in terms of how we see things, how we see other people. And when we feel that way, the whole inferiority complex begins to shift and change. When you're feeling inferior, a lot of the times it's because you're comparing your values to someone else. And as I said at the start, nobody has the power to make you feel inferior. Only if you allow it. So if someone has said something or triggered something, what is the specific action? What is the specific trait that has actually triggered that? And you could go a bit deeper again. What is it that they've done? What is it they've said? Is it an action or an inaction that really began to trigger that? And then what you can do to look better and closer so that you're not judging is you can see, well, where have I performed the exact same trait, action or inaction? Somewhere else. To, somewhere el to somebody else. And if we're honest enough, we'll find it. Because we all have a lot of the same traits and we perform them and say them and do them and act them out in different ways. So a lot of the times why we judge other people is because we're unconscious of those traits within ourselves. We haven't owned them. But when we own them, we say, fuck, I'm just like them. I've done the same thing. I've said the same thing. I've performed the same action or inaction. It's easier to judge than understand 100%. And sometimes it's hard because you have to own up that shit. <laughs> And I've done this with countless people that I've coached, one-to-one, -one, where they've come in charged, really, really charged. She did this. She said that. She's making this happen. He did this. He said that. He's making this happen. They perform this way, and they say these things, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's look deeper. What was the specific thing that really triggered you? Well, it was this day, that did. She said this, and she said that. Okay, so the action was X, and we find that action. Okay, so what I want you to do right now is I want you to go and find exactly where and when that you have performed the exact same action in a different manner, in a different form. I would never do that, is usually the first response. <laughs> and I will say, okay, I understand where you're coming from, but let's find it. I would never do that. Uh, we're going to be here for a long time unless you start to look. And what happens is they start to look. Ah, uh, well, I did it this time, or I said it that time, or I said it to someone else, or I performed the exact same action back to this specific person. What are we doing? We're neutralizing that emotion. 
We're bringing the mind and the, the body back into balance because we're polarizing our perceptions, judging other people, putting ourselves on a pedestal. And when we see that we are exactly the same, but we perform these specific traits, actions, and actions in different ways and in different forms, we become less judgmental. We bring ourselves back into balance again, and we bring ourselves back into neutrality. And that emotion that was charging us before because of this specific thing that someone said or did begins to dissipate and you feel better for it. Does that make sense? So I know I've kind of went off on what the original point was, but we are doing this unconsciously all day, every day, and we are storing emotions subconsciously. And anything that we do not um, balance out any emotion, any thought, any feeling that we do not balance out and find the opposite of, we store subconsciously. And until we balance it out and find the opposite of that and see how it served us in some way or form, that will run us instead of us running it. Does that make sense? Comment below or give me a heart. And when we do that, we see that everything serves. And I'd like to use a quote from my mentor, Dr. John Martini, where he says that everything is on the way and not in the way. Everything is on the way, not in the way. Which basically means we can find a benefit in the apparent hidden chaos. We can find meaning when it seems like a struggle. There is no such thing as a one-sided event. But what happens is a lot of the times we create a perception of it. We have an imbalanced view of it and we store it and it runs us and we create an identity around it. And we want other people to fit into it. And a lot of the times they break that identity is tough because you find a benefit in it. Other people have accepted you for it. You create a facade around it. We never do anything unless we perceive a benefit. Sometimes we find more benefits in destructive behavior than in constructive behavior. We're finding something from that physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, in some way or form. And until we find other benefits in other ways, constructively instead of destructively, we'll still go to that pattern. We'll still go to that thing that's serving us in some way. But a lot of those things are because of what we've stored emotionally, subconsciously, and we haven't balanced out. So when we begin to balance those out, as I said, we begin to create balance in our mind. We begin to create balance in our nervous system, in our body. And we're more objective. We're neutral. We see things better. Which means when we are more objective and neutral and in balance, mentally and physically, we're not looking for immediate gratification a lot of the times. We're not looking for something to serve like instinct and impulse. 
We're making better decisions. We're in the part of the brain that helps us make better decisions in the executive center. So I know I've went off on a massive tangent from when it started on inferiority complex, but no one can make you feel inferior. Or when someone is making you feel inferior, how is it serving? Are you acting superior? Have you been putting yourself on a pedestal and you've been looking down and now this person's teaching you a lesson to bring you back in the balance so that you can be authentic, you can be yourself. Guys, have a great afternoon. Speak soon.